Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 419. Should you use clickbait to get people to read your stuff? By Margot Aaron of thatseemsimportant.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host, and I'm here every single day reading to you to help you optimize your business life. That's what we do here. And today's post comes from Margot Aaron, and I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about Margot and her site right after the reading. But for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Should You Use Clickbait to Get People to Read Your Stuff? By Margot Aaron of ThatSeemsImportant.com. A couple years ago, I wrote a piece called How I Built My Business Without a Website. Right before it was set to publish, the editors changed the headline to why you don't need a website to build a successful business. It's an objectively better headline. It's also a lie. Technically, this is called clickbait. It's a type of headline engineered for clicks over accuracy, like a bait and switch where you promise one thing but deliver something else, which is exactly what their headline did to my piece. You click to get the silver bullet, but end up with my unglamorous true story of hard work and embarrassing public failure. I felt conflicted about it and let the editors know, and they were like, yeah, we don't really care. So that was fun. But it did raise my ethical red flag and got me wondering when and how clickbait should be used. I shared my conflict in some private groups with other marketers, and one guy wrote this, quote, do you want people to read the article or not? End quote. This is what experts call a fundamental misunderstanding of how marketing works. And since I'm an expert, I'm going to explain why. Yes, the role of the headline in an ad is to get you to read the first line. All copy is intended to thrust you forward into the text. But clickbait doesn't do that. To quote the master himself, Eugene Schwartz, on page 15 of his seminal book, Breakthrough Advertising, quote, it's the copywriter's job to force the prospect to read his client's full story, not just a skimmed version of it, end quote. Clickbait does the opposite, as evidenced by all of you routinely emailing me about how no one reads anymore, and your persistent, unfounded arguments for short-form copy. Where do you think the myth of the shortened attention span came from? From clickbait. You can only drink out of a fire hose of hype and sensationalism for so long before you go, eh, I get the gist. It's literally the opposite of what a headline is supposed to be designed to do. Headline. Sentence engineered to entice you to read. Clickbait. Headline engineered to entice you to click. When you bait and switch your audience too often, they get acclimated to it and stop paying attention, stop trusting you, and stop reading your shit, which is exactly what's happened. Anyway, I made the good sense decision to engage with the troll, and here's what he said. Quote, You're like thousands of writers before you. You hate the headline. End quote. We're going to ignore his not an art project jab and skip to the more pressing issue, defending my honor. I freaking love headlines. Anyone who's taken my workshop or had the misfortune of hearing me speak publicly knows I am truly, madly, deeply in love with headlines. I love headlines the way Steve Carell loves lamp. I make my students fall in love with them and my husband endure lectures on them. I battle it out publicly with Hillary on them. I've studied headlines for years, which is why I can state unequivocally, 
you don't have to be deceptive with your headline for it to work. It's not ethically ambiguous. It's not ambiguous at all. Don't lie. Don't consciously mislead. You want your headline to work? Tell the truth. Ogilvy said that the most effective headlines promise the reader a benefit. If that benefit turns out to be false, how exactly are you going to sell more of your product? Yes, yes, I hear you. But Margot, everyone knows you have to exaggerate your claims. Nope, no you don't. Make better sh- or find a better claim. Again, if you're resorting to lies, the market is going to catch up with you. Put another way, in a seller's market, you can lie. In a buyer's market, you can't pull that sh- Thanks to the internet, we're in a buyer's market from now until the end of time. Okay, I have no idea if it's till the end of time and would love to hear an argument on how we might head back to caveat emptor. Please and thank you. You can try and lie and deceive and trick people into reading your stuff. But as we've now learned, you can only trick us into clicking. You cannot trick us into reading. If you want conversions, sales, or any kind of success with your marketing, Appeal to those who read and buy things, not those who click, skim, and bail. Okay, so go back to the main question. Is it okay to use clickbait? I mean, I guess if you want to make people dumber and angrier and you don't care about sales, then yeah, go for it. If you want to compel them to take action and trust you, then no. Grow a pair of ovaries and do the hard work of writing and testing headlines that tell the truth. You just listened to the post titled, Should You Use Clickbait to Get People to Read Your Stuff? by Margot Aaron of ThatSeemsImportant.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Margot. You can come by thatseemsimportant.com to read a lot more from her and check out her bookstore. It's got some great books on there if you're looking for ideas. Now, Margot Aaron is a proud graduate of Emory University, where she got her BA, Columbia University, where she got her MA, and Alt-MBA, where she earned the prestigious Walker Award. She began her career as a psychological researcher for a prestigious mental health clinic, accidentally ending up in marketing, and today she's co-host of the internet talk show Hillary and Margot Yell at Websites. She's also a regular contributor to Inc. and founder of the most popular internet newsletter you've never heard of. Again, you can find her at thatseemsimportant.com. But that's it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. I thank you so much for being here with me. Have yourself a great day and I'll be back with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.